Welcome to Millennium Live, a digital diary podcast. We sit down with the top C-suite executives and talk all things digital transformation. We're glad to be joined this week with a great product with an empathetic story behind it. We have Senior Vice President and General Manager at Vocera Ease, Patrick De La Rosa, as well as co-creator and brother, Dr. Kevin De La Rosa. Growing rapidly with the pandemic only accelerating that growth, Kevin and Patrick share the incredible story of how Vocera Ease is opening a window into the operating room while humanizing the family and patient experience. The app allows nurses to send HIPAA-compliant updates to patients and their loved ones straight from the operating room, ICU, ER, and medical floor, revolutionizing communication when it matters most. Thank you both for being here. I know this is a crazy world we're living in, so I appreciate you both being here virtually with me. Can you give me a little background on the origin of Ease and how it came to fruition? Sure, absolutely. So I am, by training, I'm a, pe- a pediatric cardiac anesthesiologist in Orlando. My brother has a, a business background, and about eight years ago, our hospital, our ch- children's hospital in Orlando, wanted to Twitter and Instagram out a case of one of our cardiac surgeries on a baby because they just opened their, their accounts and they want to get some marketing and some publicity. And so we did that. We got the proper consents and did that and sent out all the updates on this particular surgery as it was happening to the parents and then obviously to the internet, to the world. And the next week, a mom went up to my partner, Dr. Hamish Monroe, who co-created the, the idea with me, and said, oh my God, that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. You have to let me do that. It was just awesome. And he was like, you know, can't really do that. You know, it was kind of a special occasion. And the mom sort of just broke down. It was almost as if like the lifeline of, of that connection, you know, getting those updates allowed her to mentally and emotionally get through the, the procedure. Mm-hmm. And so he's just felt so sorry and, and was from this wonderful pace of empathy, just said, you know, yes, I'll do it from my phone. We'll get the consents we got before and just from my own iPhone, I'll do it. And so he did that. And the mom was so moved by everything that she made a scrapbook. She screenshotted all the pictures, saved all the messages and put made a scrapbook to thank him. And when he showed me this, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. We should do this. We should study this in 50 patients and we'll do it in the next 50 people that we do. And we'll collect data and publish it in a, in a literature. Once we did it, the response got bigger and bigger, and we just had this idea, we have to find some way to do this streamline. And my brother, Patrick, who's now uh, you know senior VP of Vocera Ease, he's really a person that can get things done as opposed to just thinking of an idea. And with his talents, we were able to kind of bind both of us and, and my other partner, Dr. Monroe, and kind of the three of us just took this thing and became a great idea that hopefully became a great business and now is, is moving on to greater things. That's such a heartwarming story. Can you tell me how Ease works, Patrick or Kevin? By having my three of our co-founders be physicians, they knew the intricacies of an OR, they knew how the workflow worked, and that uh, at the forefront, it had to be something that was simple for the nurses. And so we created a process that uh, if you've ever been in a hospital, you get a medical bracelet. That medical bracelet has a barcode on it that is unique to that patient. And so we came up with a workflow that allowed the nurses to scan a medical bracelet and send an update on ease. So in, in the hospital, you might scan a bracelet and give medicine, and now you can scan a bracelet and, and send updates on those patients. Wow. So what kind of updates are necessary, and how do you determine what you should send? Yeah. Well, I think it's Kevin, one, yeah. figure out you know, what you send. A lot of us, since we do so many of these procedures every day, you know that there are certain milestones, and it doesn't matter what case it is, whether it's orthopedic or cardiac or neurosurgery or anything like that, you know, you starts off, you know, the patient leaves, 
gets to the operating room. They're going to go to sleep. doesn't matter if it's an adult or a kid. And so we will send a message. Hey, we're safely in the operating room. We've safely gone under anesthesia. If it's appropriate to send a picture, we'll send a picture. Sometimes we'll do like a little thumbs up before they fall off to sleep. And, um, and then, you know, maybe something over the drapes to see the surgeons as they're about to start. And then you just kind of tell the story as it happens. The nice thing is that we did, I was talking about the research and we realized that everybody starts getting a little indigestion around every half hour. And so you start getting a little reflux and you're like, you know what? I would love an update now. And so the app actually notifies the nurse and kind of gives a little ping to let her know, Hey, we're ready for another update if you have time to do it. So they know that there's a time when they can try to do this. And then there are actual milestones. We say, Hey, you know, this is out or the appendix is out or something like that. And you can tell them the story as it's happening. So of course, ease has to be HIPAA compliant. So how do you handle or ensure that the right messages are being sent to the right families or friends? Yeah, that's a great question. And it comes down to two things. One is how the platform was architected. So we have security protocols in place and the way the entire infrastructure was created to make sure that messages are encrypted at rest and in transit. And then it goes back to that workflow I talked about a little earlier, which is we want to make sure that you have the right patient every time. And so forcing a clinical person to scan a wristband prior to sending a message, make sure that you have that right patient because you just go up, you grab the wrist, scan it, and pulls up the text box and then you send your message. And so it, it really does, one, it's very conducive to the workflow and allows ease to scale throughout the entire health system, but it also ensures that uh, you have that right patient and the right family. And of course, nur- nurses are constantly busy and their schedules are packed. So how do you handle their willingness to be part of this technology and utilize it? Well, I think- Why don't you want to answer that, please? Yeah, yeah when I, with any new technology, I feel, or any new initiative that a hospital or anybody puts out there, you know, you always have this initial knee jerk that's, oh, this is something else for me to do. But when you realize the good that it does, and what's amazing too that I'm seeing as I'm taking people on you know, tours and, and introducing them to easier, you're starting to get these nurses that have then experienced it themselves. And so it's like this self-fulfilling prophecy that when they realize, oh my gosh, what it did for me, I'm actually doing this for other people. And so it really has blossomed and sort of become this viral thing, not to talk about viruses in a pandemic, but... You know, um, uh, it becomes the viral thing and it just gets bigger and bigger and parents ask or, or families ask, well, how come I get it? I want that, you know, and then it just kind of blossoms from there and, and the goodness of the program sort of takes off on itself, you know. Well, and if I could add to that too, one of the really neat things that we did in the platform um, is the same reason that you put things on Facebook and Instagram is to get those hearts and likes. We allow families to heart and like messages that get sent by the nurses and those hearts and likes go back to the individual nurses doing the messaging. And so it, it, it creates a connection that didn't exist before. It shows appreciation. Our nurses love it. And it's just a unique way to, to make sure, one, that they know they received the message, but then two, to say, hey, thanks for doing this. We know you're busy. And the families also are writing comments. So that's the other fun thing is that they'll literally say, this was so meaningful. Thank you so much. God bless you, this, that, or the other. And they receive that. So it's just this validation for what they're doing. And then, you know, like I said, it just takes off from there. Of course. And that's wonderful. Can you tell me what hospitals are using this and what areas of the hospital are it mainly utilized? We're in 80 plus hospitals now. And that's one of the things we're so excited about our new partnership with Vocera. I mean, they have 1600 hospitals. And so for us becoming a part of such a, a, I mean, the leader in this space uh, is incredibly exciting. And and it's used throughout all areas of the hospital. I mean, this was born in Pete's cardiac. And so we we got our chops in one of the scariest environments and have now been able to branch out to all areas. So we have clients that are starting to use this in the ER, in the ICUs, in the neonatal ICUs, on the medical floor. It's been really neat. 
and especially in light of COVID, to see how they use it. I mean, one example that stands out for us is we had a hospital in New Orleans where we had a patient that was on a ventilator and in the ICU. And when he was finally extubated, they sent a video of him breathing on his own to the family. And so it just, you just doesn't get more powerful than that these days when people are locked out and, and, and so on. I mean, you just shared a story of COVID-19 and that's the hot topic. I think it'll be that way for the next year or so. But how has ease grown during this past nine months, 10 months? Yeah, so it's it's been great. I mean, we've been steadily growing um, over time and we've been doing this now close uh, to almost seven years. And when we started, I, I still remember being in meetings with with Dr. Monroe and, and Dr. De La Rosa and, and having people look at us like we're kind of crazy for doing these types of updates. And now I think what COVID has done is it's sort of lifted the veil off the eyes of some of the hospitals and it's forcing them to change and to realize the way that we've been doing it, putting people in a waiting room, not giving them information just doesn't work. I, we often talk about if I can track a package being delivered to my house or see when Uber Eats is bringing uh, my food to my doorstep. Why is it that I can't understand what's happening to my loved one? And so uh, we have we saw a huge initial push when COVID happened. We were able to ramp up programs in as fast as two weeks. That's the other nice thing about us is we're very simple and easy to deploy. It's, it's just an app you download and you're ready to go. And so uh, that's for us really exciting is to see that Ease was doing a great thing before the pandemic. And now the pandemic is just helping folks realize that it's, it's time for change. You know, the, the operating room where this program was born was a very closed off, secluded uh, place people can't get into and they can't get information from it. And then the entire hospital became this secluded, isolated area that nobody can get information from. And so we were already breaking that barrier. And so it was a natural progression to take us from operating rooms to the floors, to the ICUs. And really our program and our platform has become sort of this all-encompassing communication system for um, clinicians to families. And hospitals are now forcing families to wait in their car. I mean, I, I, we talked to certain hospitals that they're telling people, go wait in the parking garage, go wait in your car. You can't even sit in the waiting room anymore uh, in light of COVID. So it's just, it's, it's just a great opportunity to fix something that's very fractured. Absolutely. From the communication standpoint, it's amazing. But from a clinician perspective, what would you say the key benefits of a hospital adopting ease would be? We talk a lot about patient satisfaction and how, you know, I think much to like how I was talking about how ease was born, you can put yourself in a particular position. You'd be like, if I was on the other side, what would I want that to happen? But there's an increased efficiency that happens too. Our nurses that use this on the ICUs and in the floors, they're getting less phone calls from families wondering how things are going because they are constantly getting messages through the program and getting a picture. Because, you know, I always say that, you know, you can send a text and be like, everything looks great and your grandfather's sitting in a chair, fine. But if you show a picture of grandpa having breakfast in a chair, that's a very different sort of an update, you know what I mean? And then if you send a little video of grandpa saying hello from his hospital room, that's an even better update. And you just feel more calmed. So you've decreased the burden of getting all these phone calls from, from families that could interrupt a nurse's workflow. And then the efficiency, you know, our surgeons go out after, after a particular procedure and they say, oh, I didn't even have to talk to them because they literally watched the whole surgery, not watch the whole surgery, but got perfect updates at the perfect times. So they know what happened. So it's a very short conversation and they can move on to their busy day. So it's been a lot of other efficiencies and, and, and besides just patient satisfaction. And I think the next step is showing that it's also going to be a patient safety issue. If families that are going to help these loved ones come out of the hospital better understand what happened to them while they were there, they're going to be able to keep them out of the hospital. They're going to be able to understand their medications better. They're going to be able to know when they, 
who their physicians were so they can meet them for post-operative or post-hospital uh, appointments. So I think it, it's going to take another level of, uh, of the, um, the positives that it brings. Well, the other thing I would add to that is 46% of employees feel disengaged at work. And the number one fix is not money. It's not a, it's, it's recognition and validation. And that is one thing that Ease does because family comments and that uh, we are able to, to accept through our surveys inside of our platform go right back to the individual nurses doing that case. And so when you see a comment directly from a family that you just helped, it is incredibly rewarding and, and it gives the nurses a chance to get a thank you that they often don't get because they're rushing from one job to another. And, and so what we've seen with Ease is it's become something that the nurses want to do, not have to do. And, and part of that is all of the efficiency and the items that Kevin talked about, but also it just, it makes them feel good for providing a great service. So what would you say sets Ease apart from other communication systems between patient and families? At, at the heart of what it is, it's our workflow. And that's the, the biggest advantage that we see is that Ease can scale throughout an entire hospital because you're not stuck to a computer. Nurses are busy, they're on their feet, they're, they're mobile. And so by Ease fitting in their pocket, so to speak, uh, it allows the freedom for ease to follow the patient wherever they are in, the, in that journey. And the second piece of it is the technology is one piece of what makes ease great, but it's the program that you get with that. And it is the protocols that our clinicians have developed over the years that we know the 10 updates you should send on every surgery. We know the 10 you shouldn't because it's going to cause more fear and, and questions. And so when we onboard new hospitals, we train them on, here are the appropriate messages to send in cardiac. Here are the appropriate ones in orthopedics. Kevin and his team have created protocols for the nursing staff to make sure that everything has a very systematic approach to it. And that is very different than other technologies that you might see where the electronic health record just turns on a new feature and says, here you go, now you can communicate. Well, what do I communicate? What do we do if something goes wrong? We have answers to that. And that's part of what we do when we onboard hospitals to make sure that ease becomes a true program to create transparency and not just another tech the hospital throws at a problem. Yeah, and I would say, adding on to what Pat said, is, is that because doctors invented ease, clinicians are just sort of in the DNA of the program. And there's a confidence that we give the staff when we introduce them to this. Like, basic philosophy is that we wanted ease to allow clinicians to communicate the way we communicate in the world, the way we communicate in life. We all text each other. We all send each other pictures. We can do that responsibly from the operating room or from the, the, the hospital in general. And, and, and we give that the confidence. The, the other programs that we see out there are just very generic. They're not personal. They don't allow that connection that we're trying to create. And that's what, that's what the difference is that Ease has done. Right. So I just have one final question for you both. And this has been such an amazing interview, learning all about this. And it's such an amazing program and technology. But since Ease has been acquired by Vocera Communications, what do you see next for Ease with growth and evolution and technology, I guess, in the future. Yeah, well, I, I guess I, I'll take that on, on my side. I am incredibly excited, first and foremost, about just the footprint that, that Vocera has. I mean, for us, we have been very passionate about what Ease does. It does a true good for people during a very scary time. And to now be able to put that in the hands of a much larger company with incredible resources that believes in what we do is incredibly exciting because we this is a global problem. If you have anybody with a scared family at any, any location that has a patient and a scared family is an opportunity for ease. And, and so that is, is one piece of it that is very exciting. And then the second is, is our roadmap. I mean, there's just so many things that, that you can now do to make 
the experience for patients easier and also the workflow for nurses easier. And, and then when you look at even the Vocera technology, that is, it's a wearable badge that you can press a button and communicate. I have visions of hitting that button saying, hey, Vocera, send an ease update to the families, which I just think could be incredibly easy and, and incredibly powerful for those families as well. So all of those things to me are, are what makes the future bright for Vocera Ease. And on my side, I would say that, you know, there were moments throughout the process of Ease growing up that I would, I, we could kind of visualize. This is, I can't wait till we do our first transplant. And we have a picture of the, you know, the cooler coming in. And, and I remember this is the baby's heart. And I was like, oh my gosh, there it is. I saw that. And then it happened. The, the next step, and I know that this is a huge thing with Lacerra's, is the ability to connect with our soldiers abroad and their families. So if they're, they're convalescing, they're getting, you know, treatment or rehabbing at different facilities abroad, that families here in the States can connect with them, can understand what's happening with them. I'm just very excited for the next step of where we can go with ease and how it can grow together with Lacerra now. Absolutely. Well, this was a wonderful interview. I'm so glad I was able to meet with both of you and talk with you. So thank you both, Kevin and Patrick, and hopefully we can see each other in person soon. But if not, I'm excited to learn what's happening with Ease in months to come. Thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe to Millennium Live, a digital diary podcast. You can listen on Apple, Google, or wherever you listen to your podcast. All episodes are available on Digital Diary by going to mel-all.com.